1: Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where, as always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is a coaching and consulting program for people that want to learn how to build a second stream of income with real estate. And we do everything from active investing in single family homes, small apartments, things like that, to passive investing in large apartments, self-storage, senior living, RV parks, mobile home parks, uh, hotels, strip shopping centers, anything that's real estate backed and produces positive cash flow, we're investing in it. And a few people have asked me or basically stated that my definition is not completely clear. Passive investing works like this. A lot of people drive by these big apartment complexes and they think some rich guy owns it. That's true, but not alone. These sponsors, the leaders of the purchase, say it's a 500 unit apartment complex, have partners. Those partners are passive investors. So when a person comes to Total Wealth Academy, they get the opportunity to be a passive investor in the deals that other members are buying. So let's say one of our sponsors, um, Robert Martinez, is buying another 500 units. The other members partner with him and they put up anywhere between 50,000 and 500,000 per person into his deal. 50 is the minimum, and it may be 40, it may be 50 people that own that apartment complex, not one. So if you're interested in passive investing in apartment complexes, self-storage, senior living, and so on, Total Wealth Academy is where you can do that legally. And the reason I say legally is because you have to be either accredited or sophisticated a total wealth academy we require all of our investors to be sophisticated what sophisticated means is that you understand the deal you understand how to run read a p&l profit and loss statement you understand how to evaluate the value of the property you understand everything In Some of these people on, well, the vast majority of the people online that are doing capital raises from passive investors are doing it illegally. Now, that's a bold statement. But they are taking people in that are not sophisticated into their deals. And they're going to get in trouble sooner or later. And if you lie and tell a sponsor, yeah, I'm sophisticated, and you're not, that's a big problem too because you lied to get into the deal. You're going to have trouble if that sponsor ever steals your money. So you definitely want to take courses like we have at Total Wealth Academy to make sure that you are truly a sophisticated investor. Don't ever invest in something you don't understand. You should should know what internal rate of return is, equity multiplier, cash on cash rate of return, um, how to evaluate the value of the subject property. You need to know all of that before you ever put up your IRA, your 401k or your cash into a deal and we take care of that at Total Wealth Academy. The accredited investor is somebody has, who has a million bucks or more in the bank or makes 250 grand a year or more or something like that. We don't you've still got to be sophisticated. Just because you've got a million dollars in the bank doesn't make you sophisticated. You don't understand the deal. It would not be wise for you to invest in any passive investment just because you've got a million bucks. This is where the dumb doctor deal comes from these brilliant people, doctors, dentists, attorneys, because they're brilliant and they know it, they make the mistake of assuming that because they're brilliant, they're going to be brilliant at real estate investing. And they're not. It'd be like me saying, well, I'm a brilliant real estate investor. I should be a brilliant attorney too. I'm not. I would have to take Classes, get a degree, learn it. So, there's a strategy out there that some sponsors use and it's really pretty bogus in my opinion. They don't want people to understand the deal. They want dummies that will just hand them their money. And the term is slipping my mind, but what we prefer, and when I take people into my uh, syndications, I want them almost as knowledgeable as I am. I want them to know everything about the deal. Understand the IRR, understand the equity multiplier, understand the value of the property, understand what we anticipated appreciation is, all the details. I don't want some dummy who the first thing that goes wrong is going to lose his mind. I want somebody who understands it. So that's why we require all of our investors to be sophisticated and take the courses that are required. So I hope that explains it. If you want to be a passive investor, if you want to start making three times what you're making in the stock market, join Total Wealth Academy and learn how to do that. Um, Today, we're going to talk about something that's extremely important. I've got a guest coming on starting in the second segment, and it's understanding the correct loans to get. One of the big misconceptions that people have about real estate investing is they go, man, I don't have 20% down plus the rehab. One minute. Because if you were to go to Wells Fargo or Bank of America or someplace like that, they would require you for a rental property to put 20% down, and then you have to pay for all the rehab. So an example I'll give you is a little property I bought over on West Green out here in Katy. It was worth about two hundred and fifteen, two hundred twenty. dollars I picked it up for one fifteen. dollars Why so cheap? It had $45,000 worth of damage to it. I mean, it was a piece of crap. If you had gone to Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Chase, that deal would have been $67,000 out of pocket. I got the deal for $20,000 out of pocket, including the rehab. And I'll explain how to do that with my guest when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today and that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com, TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy Radio Show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about how we are purchasing property for literally 5 10% down, total out-of-pocket, including rehab, and in some cases, literally zero down. Linda, one of our members, just did a deal where at closing, she got $12,000. So think about that. How many deals could you buy if you closed and had to put nothing down and received a check for $12,000? Yeah, not a bad deal, but be aware that's very rare. Um, but it does occur on occasion. So one of the things that people, they just aren't educated, and they there's no other word for it, they arrogantly say, Oh, real estate's not rocket science. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to go to my bank and get a loan. And you're going to put three to four times as much out-of-pocket. Three to four times as much out-of-pocket on every deal you do. So if every deal you do is $70,000 out-of-pocket, how many deals can you do? If you reduce that to ten, fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 out-of-pocket, you see why you can do a lot more deals and build a lot more wealth for yourself and your family? It works. So my my guest today is Daryl Dyke of Noblemortgage.com. Noblemortgage.com. He has literally helped thousands of people that I have mentored or worked with by income producing rental real estate. So, Daryl, thanks a lot for calling in. How are you today?
2: I'm doing fantastic, Steve. Fantastic. How are you doing? How
1: you doing? Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I basically went over a little deal I did over on West Green where you helped me purchase it. The If I had gone to Wells Fargo and gotten a loan for that house, that deal would have been $67,000 out of pocket. You got that deal to me for actually less than $20,000 total out of pocket. And it's because of a thing called a hard money loan. Uh, sometimes they're referred to as bridge loans now. Are you seeing that Daryl even on the you know, I'm used to hearing bridge loan on uh commercial real estate. But a couple of people have called me up talking about bridge loans for single family. Are you seeing that or are you still calling it hard money? Yeah,
2: that term is kind of used differently over the years. When I first started in the industry 25 years ago, a lot of people called hard money a bridge loan because it was basically allowed, you know, getting a bridge from one, one moment to the next and, to, and the next moment would be permanent financing. These days, I don't hear it as much. So whenever somebody asks me about a bridge loan, I ask, the first thing I say is, what do you describe as a bridge loan? Because I've heard it defined so many different ways. But, um, you know, the hard money loan is basically just a short-term loan for <clears throat> investors are simply buying a property that needs to be updated or renovated or something about it that needs some sort of improvements. And then typically they're going to keep that property as a rental or they might be flipping it, but if they're keeping it as a rental, then the permanent loan comes into place after the repairs are finished.
1: Well, the let's discuss something before we proceed into the hard money loan, because this is, there's two questions that I'm getting on a almost a daily basis. And I think you're more qualified to answer it than I am. And it is, how high are the interest rates going to go? The second question is, is the rumor that they're going to drop them back down starting in 2024, over a year from now, uh, is that going to be accurate? So where do you see the interest rates going right now,
2: Darrell? You know, we had another raise yesterday of uh, three-quarters of a point. And the one thing to keep in mind a lot of investors don't know is short-term interest rates is, is what the Fed controls. They don't have a direct impact on long-term interest rates. So we've actually seen rates drop at, at some point in the last 30 days. They went back up this week because the 30-year mortgage simply follows the 10-year treasury, and the Fed is controlling the overnight funds rate. So that's completely different um rate mark but the rates have gone up uh, over the over the last year dramatically like everybody's seen you know we're anticipating a pause from the fed right now and a pause in the rates going much higher um i think they're going to wait and see i think they've already indicated that if they do raise again it won't be for several months so if you look at the history of the fed when they raise the rates they they start a pattern and they start raising 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 and then they'll pause and see what happens they might inch it up a little bit more they might just leave it flat for a little while and they're basically monitoring because they don't want to destroy the economy. So I think they're going to pause after this one and see how it looks in the spring and make a decision there. If I had to take a guess on when the rates will go low again, I would, you know, barring a catastrophic event like a war or some sort of, you know, ungodly uh, terrorist attack, I think we won't have any any rates lowered next year, but I'm with you on 2024.
1: Yeah, this was a comment from a very knowledgeable member um, who actually owns part of a bank, and he said, yeah, that's that's the rumor, and that's probably what's going to happen. So that's good news that we're only going to go through this for about 18 months. So let's get back to the hard money loan. Um, why don't you describe for the listeners exactly what a hard money loan is and explain the process moving to the permanent financing on a
2: rental. Sure, so the hard money loan is it's like any other loan. There's, You know you're going through a title company, you're getting an appraisal, all that process is still the same. The main difference in the hard money loan is these loans are built for investors, number one. These are not built for somebody that's going to be living in the home and typically an investor is finding a property that needs to be renovated and you know because of that Wet equity that they're having to do the work on the property, they're able to buy it at a discount. So, you know, a simple example would be, these are real simple numbers that you can't find these numbers anymore, but I always use it because a lot of people are not mad people. But if you're buying a property for $50,000 and it needs $20,000 in renovations, and you go to a bank, they're going to loan you 80% of the $50,000. They're not going to lend you money to fix it up or anything like that. Whereas a hard-made loan, we will lend you the money to purchase the property and renovate it. You can even enroll in your closing costs as long as the numbers work, but we will lend 75% of not what you're buying it for, but what is that home going to be worth after you've completed the improvements. So the appraiser will go out to the property, measure it, do everything they normally do, but they're also going to take into consideration what improvements you're going to be adding to the property that's going to be adding value. So in that scenario, if that value comes out to $100,000 after repaired value, Hard money loan would lend up to seventy five percent of that hundred thousand, which would be seventy five thousand, which would give you the fifty to purchase it, twenty for renovations, and an additional five thousand dollars for closing costs. And that's the most powerful thing about using hard money is you're leveraging yourself into buying unlimited properties and potentially with little to no money down, as opposed to having to put down twenty percent on every single house. You know that could get very costly over time, especially in this market when the average rental house is over a hundred eighty
1: thousand yeah and plus they don't just have to put the twenty percent down they have to pay the rehab out of their pocket if that's twenty thousand right, in rehab right. or fifty thousand in rehab that all comes out of your pocket whereas with the hard money loan they're loaning you on that as well the The deal you pretty you described was really a zero down deal wasn't it
2: absolutely and we still see those deals we're starting to see them a little bit more right now because you know, as the market is slowing down, it's becoming much more of a buyer's market. You know, it's been a seller's market for the last couple of years, but it's coming more of a buyer's market. So you're seeing sellers lower their price. You're seeing them giving concessions. You're seeing them contribute towards closing costs. And so it's a good time to be looking at the market if anybody has not been the last couple of years because of the way the, the values have gone and people having to pay over market price. You know, that has ended People are not paying over list price anymore. People are now negotiating with sellers. So this this is a good time for investors to get back in the market if they've been on pause.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people were on pause. I know we were where we we probably bought a third as many homes as we normally did. They were still great deals, but again, there were two-thirds less of them because of the insanity of these people going out and paying above the asking
2: price. Yeah, so, and, there were, and also there was no homes on the market. I mean, the, the days on market and the inventory has been so low the last couple of years. We're seeing that it creep up every single month now into a more normal market.
1: Yeah, I think the next two to three years are gonna be incredible opportunities for investors to pick up a lot of property. Um, they'll have a little bit higher interest rate. But as soon as it drops, you just refinance. And all of a sudden, your cash flow goes up even further. Okay, anybody that has a question for Daryl or myself, the phone lines are open. It's 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. You can find Daryl online at noblemortgage.com noblemortgage.com. dot com. You can find uh, phone numbers to call. You can even can't you even apply online now?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what most people do. They can go to our website, NobleMortgage dot com. They can do everything online, and, and a loan officer will reach out if you have questions and so forth.
1: Daryl has done, I think, because it was about twenty houses, twenty hard money loans plus twenty refis. He's done forty plus loans for me and the service there is incredible incredible I never worried Um, they stayed on top of their work they kept me informed which is a big deal because people get nervous especially on their first deal is it going to work they're scared to death but it was always nice that Chris was letting me know hey this happened today this will happen tomorrow we expect this by the end of the week I knew exactly what was going on throughout the process Oh, we got to go to break, Daryl. Please hold on for about five minutes, and when we come back, we'll talk about the other types of loans you do. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, along with my special guest, Daryl Dyke, of NobleMortgage.com. NobleMortgage.com. You can find his phone number and contact information there, NobleMortgage.com. Daryl, if you would, tell them a little bit about the other types of loans that you do. Not a lot of people, when they hear us talking about investor loans, realize that you can also help people with personal residences, small commercial what what else are you doing?
2: Yeah, we're pretty much a full service mortgage company. We don't do large commercial. Like in, most of our commercial loans are under five million. But on the residential side, we do primary purchases. We do FHA, VA loans for people that are buying a home to live in. Of course, we offer lots of different investment products on a long term basis for investors building a rental portfolio. Some of them are you know thirty year uh fixed uh, loans you know, full documentation. And some of them are no documentation loans where you don't have to submit your tax returns and so forth, which is built for investors that maybe, you know, don't qualify or for the conventional standards. And then on the commercial side, we do a lot of smaller commercial, again, less than 5 million. Um, We've done land, all kinds of commercial properties, you name it. So we're kind of a one-stop shop. So yeah, we're not just doing hard money. We're a full service mortgage company.
1: Unfortunately, refinance into your permanent loan and During this period, we're going to see people, how do I put this? People really cautiously putting, raising their cash reserves, um, increasing the amount of money that they keep inside the company because they don't know where the interest rates are going. So a lot of people are seeing lower cash flow because of the higher interest payments every month during this 18 month period. So what I want to make sure that you understand though is I've been through this before. Go back to 2007, 8. We had some challenges too. Not the exact same, not the high interest rates. But there were challenges during the, the Great Recession as well. But, There were deals that I literally didn't see cash flow for two years, two and a half years, and then bam, when the challenges ended, such as when the interest rates drop, suddenly I was getting more cash flow than I was getting before. You know, I talk about that quite often. And it is not a time to panic, to stress out, or anything like that. It's just part of the real estate cycle. In every deal that I was in, in the end, even with, I guess it was really only one, um, even with that one, I still ended up with the same rate of return that I was promised originally. It just came a couple of years late. So, be patient during these times, those of you that got into deals over the last couple of years where we had the real low interest rates, and but the bridge loans are now paying a higher interest and the sponsors are keeping, they're building up their reserves to make sure that they can make the payments on that. So you may see a little bit lower cash flow, sometimes no cash flow. This is all part of the cycle. It's just that none of us anticipated Biden raising the interest rates as far as they did and not giving it time to see if it worked. You know, for me, I really anticipated, yeah, they're going to raise it about three points and then they'll wait six months to see if that works. They didn't wait. They just assumed it didn't work and just kept raising. Darrell, what interest rate will an owner occupant somebody who's buying a home for themselves and their family be able to get in today's market.
2: Right now you're going to be right around 7%, sometimes it dips a little under, sometimes a little bit over. So high 6s, low 7s and then investment property is going to be over 8%. So kind of like what you were saying, you're you're going to be paying higher higher payments during this time, but you know my, my favorite saying during this rising interest rate environment was date the rate, marry the house, which means and go ahead and buy the house and you can always refinance it when the rates dip back down
1: yeah that's a good point hate the rate marry the house <laughs> that's funny <laughs> um yeah because it's it is it's just cyclical I can't even remember what it was in two thousand seven and eight um I, I it may have been an occupancy dip or something like that I, I can't remember but we went about You know, on one of my deals over two years with no cash flow. But boy, at the end of that two and a half years, the cash flow was insane when we finally refinanced. And everything was fantastic from that point forward. So I guess my, my main point is don't panic right now. Stay the course. You're doing the right thing. It's just Biden. Well, I'm getting political. Um, the administration I think raised the interest rates too high, too fast they didn't even wait to see if it worked to slow down inflation they didn't give it a chance and they shocked the stock market, they slammed the stock market, real estate values are dropping, so that's another thing, you may be paying 7% interest, but you're getting the house 50000 less than you would have gotten it last year so get out there, take action, make sure you got positive cash flow and get the deals anyway. This is not an excuse to stop or panic or pull in your arms, What what, what is that called? Retract from the marketplace. There's great deals still out there and Daryl can help you finance them. Is there any thing other- thing
2: to keep in mind, Steve, I was gonna say is, you know, if you look at the last couple of years, the rates have been artificially low. I mean, God bless you if you're able to refinance some rentals in your primary into a two or three percent rate. But that that was an artificially low interest rate time. You know, when I first started in the industry, seven, eight, nine percent. That was, and you know, we, when, if you went below seven, you were you were bragging at the party at the Christmas party that you have a rate of below seven percent. So this is not uncommon. You know, you go to other countries, you can't borrow money for thirty years at seven percent or eight percent even. So even though it sounds high because of where we've been the last couple of year, the last couple of years have been, the rates were so artificially low because they lowered them so drastically to deal with, with COVID and so forth. Now they're just adjusting to what, what a normal market is.
1: We had a deal Daryl where we wrote an offer on an apartment complex, took it to the bank. The bank said, no, went back to the seller and said, we can't do this deal. It's too, too the price is too high. He lowered the same day that we told him that he lowered the price 1.4 million bucks, and that yeah, made the I deal work. So I think it's going to be. And I don't think the home sellers react as quickly as the uh, sophisticated commercial owners do. I think the homeowners are gonna no. I'm not going to lower my price. But after that thing sits on the market for about 90 days, guess what? They're going to wake up to the fact that it's not worth what it was when it when we had 3% interest, and they're going to start lowering their prices. So I really see the first quarter of 2023, there's going to be a tremendous number of opportunities in the single-family market to pick up rental properties. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I agree as well. I think the sellers right now are a little bit – Um, you know, (laughs) sticking their head in the sand, not believing that they need to lower their price because all they've seen for the last two, three years is, you know, everybody else getting above and beyond what their list price was. And so I've talked to a lot of uh, agent friends of of mine who have, you know, sellers that just don't want to lower their price anymore and they're being stubborn about it. But I agree with you. I think when that house sits there long enough and investors just have to be patient, keep making offers, Keep you know stick to your numbers. I think that the prices are going to start coming down a little bit more. It's going to enable the investors to pick up a lot of nice properties in the first quarter of 2023.
1: Yeah, and I think it'll get better and better over time until they start lowering the interest rates, and then you won't care because the interest rates are going to be even below seven percent. But you are right. You know, we got so accustomed to that three and two, three, four percent interest rate. We got spoiled, and now we think 7% Absolutely.
2: is high. Absolutely, and again, you're borrowing money for 30 years. You, you can't do that in any other country on this planet, get a 30-year mortgage. They just don't offer them. Everything else is, maybe, you know, the rate might be 5 or 10 years, and so that's a huge advantage. So buying a house on 30 years for 7 8% is not a bad deal at all. It's not a bad deal. Everybody was just you know used to paying 4%. So those rates will come back, I think. I think in 2024, we'll see the rates start coming down. Um, I don't know if they ever get, you know, 2 or 3% like they did. It could happen. just depends what happens in the, in the global economy.
1: Okay. All right, Daryl. I sure appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, have a great weekend. Everybody, we've got to go to break. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. By the way, if you'd like to listen to past shows, we do podcast the shows at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the radio tab and you can set that up to have your device download them or whatever you want to do and listen to other shows. If you're interested or curious about what's going on at Total Wealth Academy, how we're purchasing these big apartment complexes, groups of single family homes, whatever, uh, please attend our free sample class. You can also find that at TotalWealthAcademy.com, TotalWealthAcademy.com, just click on the bright yellow button and uh, I think it says free free course or something like that. You'll, you'll recognize it when you get there. But it's about an hour long, then afterwards we have cocktails and answer questions. Uh, it's free. You can watch it either online or live if you're in Houston. Our offices are right there at Kirkwood and I-10. Very nice office. And you get to meet the staff. And you'll remember anywhere from 30 to 40% more if you see it live compared to watching it online. So go to TotalWealthAcademy.com and click on the free sample class button. Let's get to your questions now. I've got a couple of emails here. If you've got a question for me, we are in the final segment of today's show, so you need to call now. Please call 281-558-5738, that's 281-558-KSEV or email me and my emails open to you 24 hours a day. Be aware you are not put on a mailing list, it is just an email to me and I answer your question either live on the air or I reply to the email, or both. It's steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. And my favorite questions are about fears. Maybe you've got the fear that rental property consumes a bunch of time. It doesn't. Passive investing consumes almost no time. Um, I can run 20 single-family homes in about five, six hours a month, make myself eight or ten grand, Yeah, I'll work five hours, six hours for eight or ten grand. Um, You may have a fear you don't have enough money, enough credit. You let me know what challenge you see for why you can't build a second stream of income. You need it. You want it. But there's probably some fear, some excuse that you have about why you can't get it. You call me with that fear or excuse and we'll work through it. And hopefully get you past it so you can start taking action towards your goal. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Wealth Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Um Garrett is a sponsor. He's done it looks like two little apartment complexes. Um, Garrett, yes, you can raise capital at Total Wealth Academy. Uh, our members would get behind you, but I do have to vet you very seriously. Um, credit and criminal report. I'm going to need to see PLs on your existing properties, tax returns. If everything, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, based off your email, you're doing pretty well. Better than pretty well. If what you're saying is accurate, our members would love to have you as a sponsor and your first step would be to come to the free sample class so go to TotalWealthAcademy.com click on the free sample class you're in Houston so come see it live so you can meet the staff and you can see the wall of sponsors there's about 30 of them and we can discuss how to raise capital at Total Wealth Academy and what the requirements are alright thanks Garrett for the email let's go to the next email Um, this is another another Garrett not the same Garrett this is about wholesaling real estate okay you've you've done over a hundred deals I'm not seeing a question give me just a second to read a little bit further down to see if there is a question. Oh, okay. Garrett, Garrett number two. You have been wholesaling too long. Wholesaling is... You really shouldn't do it more than a year. And then you should be moving into either flipping or skipping flipping and going straight to single family rental or skipping both of those and going into a small apartment complex the problem Garrett is that wholesaling and flipping is like this as well is very addictive you get used to making $10,000, $20,000 a month and buying a little rent property doesn't seem that attractive but what you got to understand Garrett is you don't own anything yet Wholesaling and flipping are jobs. So basically, you've got yourself a high-paying job, but it's a job nonetheless. And it's taxed as earned income, as I'm sure you found out. So you have to pay Social Security, Medicare, income taxes, and so on. Whereas with rental properties, we're just paying capital gains taxes. It's a different situation altogether so I still don't see a question here so I'll just give you a little sales pitch if you come see me I'll show you how to move from wholesaling to becoming a real investor and it depends on how much money you got in the bank but you may want to skip single-family because if you've wholesaled over a hundred houses you probably have a pretty good chunk of money you may want to skip single-family houses altogether and go into a 30, 40, 50, 60-unit apartment complex. Or, if you've got a lot of money, you may want to do 100,000 or more, you may want to do a big apartment complex. So, my only tip, Garrett, is you've been wholesaling too long. I bet you got addicted to you know that cash coming in every month and you don't own anything you don't own anything you don't have a second stream of income it's time to solve that Garrett and I can help you so please come to our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com Okay, let's go to the next email remember everybody my email is open to you 24 hours a day 7 days a week it doesn't matter you don't have to email me during the show It's steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com, steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. And this is just James. He's a member in Memphis, Tennessee. He is just basically saying that he's built his team, electrician, plumber, everybody, and is doing very well. I think he's on his fourth house. (laughs) Excuse me. I don't see a question. I think. Let me see. James. Two minutes. Um. I think this is just a some kind words for Total Wealth Academy. Um. With Total Wealth Academy's help, I've been able to purchase five houses, and I've built my complete team. Well, we appreciate the comment, James. Thank you for the referral. Truly appreciate it. And congratulations on your success. Keep going. Keep going. Stay the course. Never give up. Um, Okay, let's go to the next email. And this email is, hold on, please. I'm sorry. There's, again, I'm having a little computer problem here. This is from Dimitri. This may be a member of Total Wealth Academy. I'm not sure. Oh, this is a Section 8 question. Down at the bottom, there's a Section 8 8 mentioned. You know, Dimitri, I don't have enough time to go through this on today's show. Section 8 housing is not as good as everybody tells you it is, and it's not as bad as other people tell you it is. It's kind of a medium thing. And what I'll do is I'll explain how to use, I'll email you, we'll set up a phone call, and I'll give me 10 minutes, and I can explain the correct way to use Section 8 so you actually help the people that are on the Section 8 housing. There are ways, no fault of ours as the owners, but it does hurt some people. Okay, this has been the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening.